it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Both of your co-hosts are here, Slater and AJ. AJ, how you feeling? Feeling good, how are you? A little I feel, sick? I feel great. Weather. I am not sick. I, I felt worse at the start of the week. I've had a little bit of phlegm like everybody else, and a, I don't even think I would call it a cough, but I've had it for two and a half weeks, but I've never like felt terrible, like I needed to lay down or not, you look, you not look terrible. That's fine. That's irrelevant. <laughs> uh, joining us... beer and whiskey right now? I'm just preparing for after I finish my beer so we don't have to stop the recording. Okay. We can just roll through this bad boy. It's Jess. Joining us today, once again, Ryan Phillips. Ryan, how's it going? Great. I'm not sick. Because you're not a baby. It's true. It's all in your head. Yeah. Well... It's all in your subconscious. Let's uh, let's get into it. We Not a lot of golf news. There wasn't an actual PGA Tour event last week. There was the Australian PGA. We got some news that came out kind of this during the week this week. Um, we got the first two rounds of the, the Hero World Challenge in the books. And a uh, little, little side topic that we thought would be fun. So, But we'll start, as always, state of the game. You didn't play last week. You were sick. <clears throat> Correct. Did not play. Felt like a pile of shit, and it was snowing. We did. Uh, we did your work simulator. We did simulator on uh, was that Friday? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Big party night. Yeah. Uh, that was fine. I, Got swings in. It doesn't feel good this time of year to hit the simulator because it's not like. Well, you golfed outdoor. Four yeah, days later. We'll get into that in a second. You are a psychopath. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're gearing up towards the season. It's like, ah, I just got to like make some swings so I don't come back in four months and just yeah. feel like shit. Yeah, I think I've swung club twice in the last month. I've been talking a lot of golf and a couple other group chats. Can't wait to swing tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't feel good. I think physically I don't feel good if I don't swing a club at least once a week and actually hit balls. That's physically the, or mentally? Both. Well, it, it mentally hurts him, so he makes it physical. Yeah, it manifests physically. It's just <laughs> like when I saw like in uh, <laughs> some movie with Tom Hanks, the Da Vinci Code. He's just whipping himself with the rosary. Well, it's kind of like I, I used to manifest Tiger Woods injuries. Like when he hurt his back, all of a sudden my back would hurt. And like <laughs> that's I don't, like, pain. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go with that. That's but, not a good. Yeah, Dan, he's, Dan's hurt, foot, he's hurt too much. His foot ske- uh, surgery is scheduled. Yeah, I'm going to get my plate in my ankle. <laughs> Just go full robotic leg. Sir, you don't need this. But anyway, I'm not giving up on outdoor golf yet because we played in the... I don't even know what how long they've been doing this, but the, the Bobian family puts on the... or the, Actually, it's the Leduc family, I think. Yeah. But it's the turkey shoot, the annual turkey shoot. They used to do it the Friday after Thanksgiving. We ended up doing Which it... Which would have been better weather-wise. Correct. We ended up doing it on Sunday... The first time I played in it was probably six or seven years ago, and there was about 20 people that played. This time we got six. Well, explain why there was only six. Well, the the temperature was about 38, 39, and there was also a 100% chance of precipitation. It said snow on the, on the forecast. But we get out there, and I was fully prepared. I had leggings. I had um, compression, polo, sweater, and then... Two hour outer layers ready to go, had the winter hat, had the cart cover, had the heater. Everything ready to go. In the parking lot, we were actually talking about not putting the cart covers on because it was so nice. I knew that was coming. It was like there was Who was having that conversation? 
Him and Yacht. Exactly sure. the people you would think. It was me, Fish, and Yacht having okay. this conversation. And uh, we get... we. I decided to do it. Fish somehow bought like the world's smallest cart cover. It does not fit on the Timberwood golf carts. It doesn't only go like halfway up the cart anyways. He used it at... Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. At one of the Mitten Tour events, he used it. And it's, yeah, you can like see their like half of their leg. Right. Uh, so so he's useless he, at that point. <laughs> it's so really like a hat. So he doesn't end up putting it on. He brings his heater anyway. So we get out there. <clears throat> you know, we did a, a first hole and last hole picture. Check it out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at 100 underscore keep it under. Or in threads also. I posted a first hole and 18th hole picture. And you can see how the day went. So we got out there on the first hole. I don't have a heater on. Blue and skies, I'm, birds I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like rolling back the doors. I'm like, it's actually kind of nice out. Like, I don't even think I need this sweater. Hubris, just I didn't right didn't there. have my winter hat on even at that point. I had my regular hat, had shorts on, and think about cutting the we sleeves off it, my shirt. We made it to about the eighth hole before we start to get like a little bit of a drizzle, and we're like, ah, if it stays like this, I mean, technically this is precipitation, but. It's, Chuck it's, Adica lied to me. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't need my rain gloves yet. It's not, you know, nothing's actually getting wet. It's just a slight, it's like a haze. And then, like, hole by hole, it just gets worse and colder and windier. We get through nine, and I, uh, Wilson was riding with me, and I'm like, do we think, or we were on the ninth hole, and it was raining. And we're like, so do you think these guys are going to stop? Because we're with two older guys. We're with Dan LaDuke and Tom LaDuke yeah. and then Yacht. So is it we... Where was yeah. Fish? So how this normally works is they, they see how many people show up and then they decide if it's going to be like two-man scrambles, three-man scrambles, yeah. four-man scrambles. So we did three on three because there was only six of us. So it was Yacht, Tom LaDuke, and Dan LaDuke against me, Fish, and Wilson. And we get to the ninth hole and I'm riding with Wilson. I'm like, do we think these guys are going to stop? And I'm like... I look over at I'm like, it doesn't look like they want to stop. It looks like they want to keep going. And we were tied, so they birdied the first hole. I think we they made, we made a birdie somewhere on the front nine, so we were tied after, like, four holes, and it stayed that way, like... You guys were just one-unders for the entire time? Correct. Okay. It was windy, and it got colder as we went. Like, you, you couldn't... You couldn't land the ball near the hole because it was borderline like hit the green and and just flew 40 yards into the woods. You had to land it almost like loop style. You had to land it like right on the front of the green and let it roll up to the pin. Through the slush. If you, land it, if you landed it in the fringe, it would just stop. But then you land it 10 feet onto the green and you would go and it would just shoot over the Sounds green. Sounds enjoyable. It was sweet. So we get to the ninth hole and I'm like, these guys aren't going to stop. So we're following them. I'm like, are they even going to slow down and ask us if we want to keep going after nine? Sure enough, they're already to the tenth tee, and we just, <laughs> all right, fuck it, we'll keep going. So I put my took my sweater off, put my rain jacket on, went to the winter hat pretty quickly, went to the rain gloves, and it was still fine. Like I was prepared through like 14 holes. When you got to like 15, everything was soaked in about 36 degrees, and it was windy. So like there was no staying dry, there was no being warm. Like. I put my hands in front of the heater, which that's what it's for, but so I had my rain gloves on and you could see the water burning off of my gloves. Like steaming off of my gloves because I would have left after like six holes. And we couldn't leave though because we had a bet on the line, so we had to keep going. And we had the lead for a couple of holes and they ended up they won the like the fourteenth or fifteenth hole. 
and then we won like the next hole and got it back, and we ended up tying at one under. Playing when he said he they have a bet on the line, it was just him and yacht. Correct. <laughs> there was a few holes where it was just one. Western on one. Michigan's getting shit pumped by St. Thomas. That's For those correct. I don't know, St. Thomas used to be a D two team a year and a half ago, and they're destroying Western Michigan at Western. Incredible. Anyway, uh. So we end up tying, and keep in mind that the rain by the 17th hole completely turned to snow. So when you're when I, we get up to my ball on the 17 after the 17 tee ball, you can see the snow as my ball's rolling. You can see the snow piling up it's around it, so it slowly is turning into a snowball. On the last two greens, there's a so it's a par three, 17th, kind of a longish par three at uh, Timberwood, yeah. and then a par five, 18th. You couldn't putt the ball on either green. So the first time we putted, we had a downhill that attitude. We had a downhill putt on the 17th green that was about 25 feet. And we're like, okay, I mean there's no snow in this area. It doesn't look like we're putting through water. We can probably just hit this like a normal putt. So all three of us putted it. Not a single ball went more than 5 feet. Jesus. It just stopped. So then we got to our next one. We had probably 15 feet left. We all hit hybrid. Love it. Anyone make it? Uh, yes. I didn't get past the hole. We only had one putter. Wilson made it on the first try. Oh, and it stopped on the lid, stopped on the lid, and then bobbed in the water in the hole. There you go. Their, their team had, they ended up bogeying. They had a shorter putt than us. They had 20 feet. And they tried to hit, like, five irons at the hole. Okay. And it worked. They got it to about four feet. But then they had to do the same thing. And I'm sorry, they didn't three-putt. Dan Duke made it with a five-iron from about five feet through the snow. There you go. And then we get to the last hole. We hit it on the green in three. So we have about 15 feet for birdie. They're over the green left, about, and they got 30 yards back to the pin. Almost all three of them jar it. Because you, <laughs> you just throw in darts right at the hole because it's not bouncing anywhere. Yeah. And they had two balls burn the edge of the hole. And, all, and then all three of us missed our putt for the win, so... So you guys pushed? We pushed at one under. A little pushy. I'm glad we did it. Push and rope. It was fun. Something to tell your kids about one day. Uh, you know what helped, though? Is magic mind. I'm sure it did. That mind over matter, right? There. Push it. We'll push you through. Correct. So today's episode, as the last couple, is brought to you by magic mind. So both of us have uh, different habits when it comes to... Caffeine, getting ready for a round. You don't do coffee. You don't do energy drinks. Just water and magic mine. I'm the opposite. I do coffee. It's the combo I, right there. I do uh, energy drinks before the round of golf. I want that jolt of energy, that focus, whatever, going into a round. So after we came across magic mine, I was kind of curious how it's going to affect both of us. And is it going to help you more than me? Is it going to help me as much as an energy drink, whatever? And pretty early on, like, we can tell that it does. You get you get that energy, you get that focus, you get that productivity throughout the whole day, and you can avoid the, those like jitters that you'll get with an energy drink sometimes. And I'm no longer half asleep at my 9 a.m. meeting now. Keeps and, me up, keeps me going. Right. Or when you're incredibly hungover going into a round of golf. We'll have to test that still. I haven't, I haven't gotten blackout drunk and then had one the next morning yet. That's, that's test number two. Until <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But uh, it, it, there's a lot of good stuff in it. It's got matcha, ashwagandha, lion's mane mushroom, which I'm reading more and more about after I started trying this, and it's good stuff. It unlocks the mind, if you will. 
but um, check it out. I mean, what what do you really have to lose besides maybe a few less golf balls and maybe you get a few more things done throughout the workday? We might have to test it on Rick because Rick lost a lot of golf balls this year during the league. Maybe get a little magic mind in him. He he has a little ADD quality to him, so yeah, we're gonna so have to hook him up. Throw a little in there, see what happens. Yeah. Then you he can, wins the league, and that would be a bad thing. Right. You you can check them out at magicmind.com backslash keep it under. You can use our code keep it twenty for twenty percent off, and you can combine it with a lot of great deals they have going on right now for subscriptions, and you can get more than fifty percent off uh, your next order. So eager to keep trying it. It's it's they say that it has uh, like cumulative effects as you keep using it. So stack it. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, uh, moving on. That was kind of our mini state of the game segment. Uh, in pro golf last week, there was no PG Tour event, but I was delighted to see that Cam Smith missed the cut by nine at the Australian Open, and there are <laughs> reports of him being a little overweight and out of shape. So love to see that. He's been boozing. He M- could use Magic Mind. He could probably. Uh, Minwoo Lee, the the fellow Aussie, wins the Australian PGA. Is he Australian? He is. Minwoo Lee is. Yeah, he yeah. Is. I thought he was from New Zealand. Uh-uh. Oh. Had some just nasty bunker shots. R- Royal Melbourne yeah, has really. to be one of my favorite courses to watch. Like, that President's Cup they played there was awesome. I watched... how a course just is great on TV. Yeah. Because you get so much variety just yeah. because the ball moves so long on the ground. The, you have to play so many different the shots. The course they're playing at the Bahamas is kind of there, just not as fast. Mm-hmm. A lot of runoffs the green, the chipping up to perch green. They can't cut the grass quite as tight just because yeah. it won't it won't live. Yeah. But anyway, going into this week, Hero World Challenge. The Did return you see the guy chirping minimally on Twitter. No. About his swing. Like if you want follow the oh, yeah. swing if you wanna you wanna two way miss two way miss or something, and he's respond back like that's why I have this trophy or something. <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice little back and forth between uh Min Woo Lee and Jordan Spieth, too. Because uh, Spieth was saying something like, congrats, and Min Woo Lee went back at him and basically said, like, playing with Spieth was one of my first true experiences on tour back in, like, 15, 16. And he said it was just surreal and set him on a good path. Oh, it's a positive back and forth. I thought they were true. Can you, imagine, can you imagine Spieth actually, like, arguing with somebody? No. So, oddly enough, uh, found some... Some nice stats from Andy Lack that he threw out there, coincidentally about Spieth. So I found this right after I was looking at that quote, so I threw it in here. So at the height of his powers, Jordan Spieth, from 15 to 17, Spieth had 73 starts. He had 54 top 20s, 30 top 5s, 12 wins, and 3 majors. Damn. Um, And if you fast forward that, you know, the six years until now, He's essentially the same player from a strokes gain perspective around the greens, but off the tee approach and putting, he's between 0.35 and 0.42 shots around worse in all of those categories. But trend-wise, I was, I was listening to a report, because he's obviously tied for the lead right now in uh, the hero, listening to a report from Chambly, his off the tee is actually trending the last like three years. Like His misses are a lot smaller off the tee and he's actually gained distance like the past like six years when you say misses are smaller do you just mean less frequent 
No, no, no. Or, I'm saying smaller misses. Like yeah, so they're not as like spring. when he misses the fairway, he's not hitting it eight miles off the fairway. It just doesn't look like that on TV. He's not. He's not pulling like the Ricky Fowler double cross. Yeah. God. Did you see Cam. He Young? did do a go- double cross though yesterday with a three wood. Did you see Cam Young today? Cam Young, no. He on 18 was about 150 yards right of the 18th fairway. It hit the like broadcast tent, shot up in the air all the way back to the fairway, almost went in the water. Oh, jeez. Like, they were talking about it, and they're like, yep, that's where we're sitting right now. But um, Spieth's driver still gives me anxiety to watch. Like, if he has the lead and he's on 18. Well, he's he's still so fidgety, which is, like, the best and the worst thing about watching him. Like, if you're a fan, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But just as, it, it's it's just, like, kind of what, like, watching Phil used to be. Yeah. It's like anything could happen. It could be the best Which shot you've ever seen, or the worst. Bitches. Yeah, or the worst shot you've <laughs> ever seen. Which makes it entertaining, but when, um, you got, when you got money on it, it's not entertaining. Before we get into a little bit more about what um, you know, the first two rounds of the hero, some stuff from like the press conferences and everything so far before the tournament. So obviously, Tiger had one of the longest interviews. It does not sound like the merger talks are going very well at all. No. And like they're running out of time. Uh, Hard some, deadline. Yeah. Someone asked him about the Ryder Cup captaincy, and he was basically like, the here and now with this merger is just too important to focus on anything else. So he kind of side-brushed that. So I think a lot of that is going to depend on what happens over the next couple of months with that deal. Because whatever happens with it, he's still like the head of the pack. He ha- he has to be the captain. I, I just don't know. If this thing stretches out, there's no way he can do the time and do both. Has to be the captain. Uh, he did say best case scenario, which is um, I don't think what a lot of people were expecting, uh, playing once a month for the year. I've seen a, like a <coughs> rumored schedule. Rocket Mortgage was on there because of the timing compared to the Open. There's no way. It's an easy walk. It's an easy walk, but that would be more than once a month. How? Because you got the Genesis in February, the Players in March, the Masters in April. PGA. PGA in May. U.S. Open in June. Yeah, is it early June? And the Open Championship in July. I don't know. I've seen it. It was on there. Maybe it is, because the Open the Open's, the the open's like Father's the, Day. Yeah, it's like June Fourth, the sixth, and the, then the British are the, is like the, the open is, is the eighteenth. Yeah. yeah, so okay, maybe six weeks. Maybe he puts one in the middle if he's feeling well. I would be boned up. I don't think they could handle it. I don't think they have no. the structure to have Tiger walking around out there. Just oh. walking around. That would be crazy. Be I'd have to go on Thursday. There's no way I'm waiting till the weekend to watch all get with all the. By Thursday he means Thursday, Jabron. Friday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um. Dan, Dan if, would if, buy, if he's there, I'm wearing the wedding dress. I have to have him sign it. Dan yeah. would buy one of those tents just to sit in. Yeah, I'd be I'd be a full full sponsor. Um, put on the business card. JT is back on the gluten and the dairy. And he's playing, he's yeah. looking thick. He's not. He looks no. The no same. They just reported oh. that. <laughs> okay, I was like, what is he looking? For? I haven't watched much. So I guess far, right after fat. his actual quote, or I'm paraphrasing, but his his quote was like. Right after the open, when I shot a million the first two days, I called the nutritionist that I was working with. I'm like, I don't feel any different. And then he's like, I went and had. He, I'm paraphrasing, but this is basically what JT said. I had a pizza 
and it was borderline sexual. It's basically what it <laughs> Wait, is. what was his old diet? It was gluten-free and what? Gluten-free and dairy-free Yeah, for six months. So he just had a pizza and just got rid of both of those. Immediately. Yeah. Love it. He was basically eating to Do you ever feel worse after eating pizza? Sometimes. No. A normal amount. No. no like if he, okay, it depends on how much pizza you eat. Yeah, that, that's what I'm I saying. Just, a normal amount. Normal amount of pizza, yes. If I'm, if I'm like stoned. If you, eat a, whole pizza, if you a pizza, eat a whole pizza, I yeah. still feel good. I just watched. That might uh, not be a lie, actually. Mike, uh, Mike Berbi- Mike Berbiglia. Yeah, he's got his new stand-up on Netflix, and he Is talks. It good? It's pretty good. He's he's he rides a thin line between darkness and funny. More than Matt Rife. Yes, Matt Rife isn't funny though. Because he doesn't get his crowd works funny. Yeah. I'll say that he doesn't. I'm not saying like dark jokes. I'm saying like he goes real dark, like. My dad's gonna die. I feel like I'm gonna die. Oh, and it gets real heavy and low for a couple minutes, That's and then out. he goes right into jokes. So it's not dark jokes like Anthony Jeselnik. No, it's not like that. <laughs> it's just a, it's a weird vibe, and it's very different. But it's like I can't. I I need to keep watching it. Like he's very captivating, like, even even though he's a weird little man. He is a weird little man. But uh, he talked about that because he got he got. Uh, Diagnosed with type two diabetes, ah. he still has a weird. He also has this insanely weird sleeping disorder. I can't remember what it's called, but he like it's like very dangerous sleepwalking. Like he was, when he was in his second he, he year, wields, of he wields knives and shit. <laughs> yeah. like, well, no. So when he when he sleeps, they have to put him in a tight, like, basically like a tight sleeping bag sack, and he has to wear mitts on his hands. So Just he be swaddled. So he yeah. Like so baby. He, so he can't unzip it. Because That's... when he, he was in like his second year of college, he jumped up, sleepwalking, jumped through a window out of a second floor, like through the glass. I don't know if that's a sleep disorder. That just might be a night psychological terrors. disorder. Night terrors is <laughs> basically what it is. He has night terrors. Okay. But anyway, um, picture in a, like so he's just like he's in a straight animal there. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But my point of that whole thing was he talked about how he's like pizza. He's like, I love pizza. And he's like, it's very sexual for me, almost. And he's like, and it acts sexually because if I'm on the road and I eat a pizza, I don't tell my wife about it because I'm eating a whole pizza myself. <laughs> and then he talks about, like, getting better. Like, he he beat, he basically reversed the type 2 diabetes. With pizza? No. But now he's like, now I kind of savor it more. So he's like, when I eat one or two pieces of pizza now and I savor it, it's almost as good as eating the whole pizza. Okay. That can't be true. So it's almost like a tantric eating? Right, exactly. Okay. Um, we got on a little bit of a yeah, tangent A little there. bit of a tangent there. Speaking of tangents, uh, have you seen this thing about liquid death? Are you a liquid death guy? Oh, the Arnold Palmer thing? Hold on. Oh, so yes. I, so if I'm at like concerts... Are you a liquid death guy in general? In general, no. But if I'm at like, it's always sold at concerts. So if like I'm DD and I'm at a concert, I will drink liquid death. But what's the point? I don't... One, I've never had it. It's basically like so sparkling it, water. No, it's, it? it's just water. There's sparkling versions. And there's is like... It, is it carbonated water? water? Like, some of it's carbonated, some of it's not. It was basically invented so like people that were like on tour, musicians or like motocross people and they didn't want to be like... I'm drinking alcohol, they wanted like a can that didn't look like yeah, like yeah. Nothing. So, so basically, it's a marketing thing. Like they they had their whole marketing thing set up before they even had a product. Love it, actually. Like they had like a million followers yeah. on social medias before they even had their product sent out. But I don't drink it a day to day because it's expensive as shit. I've never had it. I don't really have interest, and I have even less interest now because this is the weird kind of like hipster thing that is just annoying. So they had a drink called the Armless Palmer. Okay. Which is is a replica of an Arnold Palmer. So tea yeah. and lemonade and it had like other stuff like guava and some antioxidants in it or something. 
they got great. They got sued. They changed the name to Dead Billionaire. <laughs> and they put, and they put on the description like we're getting sued by the estate of some dead billionaire, so we're gonna change the name so it's okay with them. I'm like, where do you get the where do you have the goddamn gall to go at Arnold Palmer because of the name of your dumbass drink? Like you don't get to copy the drink, name it off of him, and make money off of him. I mean Ar- Armless Palmer there's there's other things like that that are, are like there? punny. Yeah. Are they copying the product though? He doesn't have a monopoly on mixing lemonade and yeah, the ratio could he, be different. He literally yeah. invented it. I know, but okay, the de- it being called Dead Billionaire is fucking hilarious. No, it's yes, stupid. 100% is hilarious. And they're they're going at it with like this, oh, it's it's the little guy versus this behemoth company. Their their sales last year were like 700 million dollars or something like that. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, I, I didn't realize, I, just, I didn't realize they were so expensive. When we had the whiskey exchange last year, mm-hmm. George's fridge was full of them. Yep, <laughs> we great. completely emptied it out, just handing them out for drinks. They are like, sorry, George. <laughs> liquid death for some reason. Like drinking water off, like an ice cold water off a can, just tastes better though. For some I reason, know. I don't want it out of a can. I want it out of a bottle. I think it's better than out of a bottle. I don't think anything is better than Fiji water or that um, the one that starts with a W. It's the, the volcanic water. Vol- that shit's water. good. Yeah, that shit is good. What about Voss and the big glass bottle? Voss is pretty good. See, I'm actually not a Fiji person. Yeah, Fiji's the one the, the water you're talking about that starts with a W. The reason why I don't like Fiji's, it doesn't fit in any fucking cup holder I have That's in my true. car. It's like, so it's not just, just make it a little bit smaller. Yeah, like I have to like chug the entire thing before I start driving because right. it's just gonna be rolling all over the place. Yeah. But um, Dead Billionaire, objectively funny. No, disagree. Yes. Uh before well no, we'll get to this stuff after, I guess. Um So I guess moving on to the the hero so far. I need a hero. Probably. You could be my hero. Probably the best thing I've ever seen. Really? From a conversation between a player and a caddy that actually, oh. that actually got reported. Yeah. Okay. So I shared it on our Instagram. So again, check us out on Instagram at 100 underscore keep it under. But apparently Jordan Spieth and his, it's one of his friends who's caddying for him this week. It's not he, Greller. He went to high school with him. He was on his high school golf team. Yeah. So he made a deal with him. The caddy. That told that said to Jordan, every birdie you make, I'll drink a beer tonight during the Cowboys game. Who and played last night? Eagles are worth three. Beers. Eagles are worth three beers. Jordan only made five pars on yeah. the day. I think I did the math. It was thirteen or fourteen beers. Is uh, so he had he had six he had two birdies. eagles, two eagles, six birdies. Yeah. So it's twelve beers. Yeah. So I had to drink That's twelve tough. beers after walking eighteen That's and carrying tough. a bag. And he's got to do it again. And had to day. do it again the next day. And the day after that, his caddy looked fine today. I watched a lot of Spieth's round, and his caddy looked fine today. But I was like, that's like a normal Saturday for us. That's no big deal. I mean, beer now takes me so much to get, like, properly drunk off of. Especially, like, light beer. If we had more time to plan, I was going to ask, like, what do you think is the most you've ever drank before successfully completing a round of golf? Way more than 12 beers. Probably at least 20 to t- at 30. least 20. I was going to say like 30. Like the night before or the day of? Correct. The night, night before. Bef- like the day and night before. Way so too like much. You were, the, you were there for that one. Arizona the first time when I threw up outside the Uber. Oh, yeah. That was way more than 30. <laughs> I mean, you, I, it, it depends how you count liquor because if you count like a shot as like two beers. So like my bachelor party when we were in Arizona, we golfed 36 after mm-hmm. the first night and we didn't go to bed till 4 in the morning and our tea time was at 8 a.m. 
Well, that was like when we, we went for thirty six holes. When I we was going to die. Well, when we went for Ryan's bachelor party. <clears throat> he guys, was already there, but I didn't land in Vegas until like it was like ten thirty or something. Yeah, it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock. We didn't get to the hotel until eleven thirty, so I'm not coming out of my room to gamble until midnight. And then I'm you just couldn't I, lose. I was actually winning the first night, so I'm like, I can't leave the table. Yeah. I didn't leave the table till three, and we left at four fifty to go to the to drive to the golf course. Incredible. But anyway, uh, Zell Torres has gone to the broomstick putter. No, we can't talk about this. I'm it's gonna, ugly. It's the Adam Scott putter, by the way. It's the lab. It's the yeah. what is it called? Fit Lab. Lab motion. I think it's just lab. Whatever it's called. It's an ugly putter. It's and, Adam Scott uh, at least can make a normal putting stroke. Zalatoris already today, the second day of it, he already did the same like on weird like a, in to out on, on a one, one footer. footer. It almost looked like he held it at the back too and just kind of like shaked it. You would like, think that. With that kind of putter, it's it's all, it's actually amazing that he can still do that with that kind <laughs> of putter. Do you think he's trying to do it now? I don't know. But anyway, so I saw this from... Uh, Maybe it helps his back. NLU or Data Golf or something, but he was minus 5.898 strokes game putting the first day. He was actually positive 1.83 the second day. That's a good swing. Yeah. But anyway. What's his first, first tournament? What? Eight months? Seven months? Since he didn't even he play from the Masters, right? No, that was Tiger. Oh. I thought he was before that. I don't know if he's played since. I thought they said eight months. I don't months. think he played the whole year. Yeah, eight months would. Oh, no, that's right. That would put him somewhere before. I don't think he played the Masters. Was it the players he withdrew? It might have been. Either way, he hadn't played in a long time. Uh, Tiger, on the other hand, his walk looks pretty good. It's you, night and day from. Been, yeah, he's no longer watching him almost. Even he had all that surgery, like, you couldn't tell by just his walk. They saw I saw a thing and it was on I don't know if it was Golf Digest or Golf Magazine, but it was like a diagram pointing out all of his surgeries oh and injuries. What's he at now? Like There's 14? like forty of them on there. Jesus, it's incredible. You'd think he's like a motocross yeah. star. <laughs> no, no, not so much. Non-contact sport. Yeah. Non-contact guy sport. just loves. Well, part of his sport wasn't non-contact. You count yeah. fucking. Waffle House waitress. Oh, I thought you were going differently. I thought you were talking about the car. I, I mean, technically, he was, was in a car. motocross sport. Yeah. I was talking about the car. Oh. But uh, his ankle looks way better. And somehow, like, how the guy can change his swing that much. And he's essentially not using his right leg in his golf swing. And he's still generating, like, above tour average speed. I, I just seen a list of his drives. His longest drive was 370 today. Yeah. That's a little bit different course, though, because you can roll it for days Okay, there, I've seen his ball speed. It was still mid to upper 170. I saw, I saw 177. Um, and I don't know what it is about. It's it's like this it factor of watching Tiger play golf. It, it, it There's nobody else that does it this way. Big tournaments do it, obviously. But like when it's not golf season, watching Tiger hit golf balls instantly makes me want to play golf. Yeah. I think watching anyone... Play golf, make I, golf. I watch no, the pros like I, I almost every saying. week, but like it's it's so different watching him play. He hits. I watch him hit like two drives, and it's like God. I should just like go to the it's simulator like, and work. When they tell you like what he's hitting, and from what you like yesterday, he hit it was one thirty five. He hit an eight iron, just like this little punch cut eight iron. It's like that's just fun. It, most his, guys would be taking a gap wedge and just sending it. His we speak for yourself. I'm hitting eight iron one thirty five too. His <laughs> shot, his shot making ability is still ridiculous. Like uh, they said, Smiley Kaufman and Paul McGinley both said this is some of the toughest greenside chips oh, and yeah. lies that they have to deal with all year because of how tight the lies are and it's how crazy grainy. the grass is. Yeah, and 
he made it look easy most of the day. If it wasn't for his putting today, so he ended up shooting back-to-back days where he's faltered at the end. Well, he made doubles. Yeah. He's not playing the par fives well. I think he's over par on the par fives. I think he's plus two overall. He was plus three the first day. And he's two under a day. He and he was four the first day. No, over, think, no. he was four over the first day. He's two over for the. No, it's par seventy-two, and he was seventy-five. 70. Yeah, he so birdied the last hole, I think, to shoot three over. Okay, so he is plus two overall. Yeah, he right shot now. plus minus one today. He shot minus two today. I thought. I don't think so. We'll Either way, check. look it up. Anyway, he was he was also four under today on the front nine yeah. and just fucked up on the back nine again. He's plus one overall. Shot yeah, minus two today. Plus one. Head yeah, back, head yeah. backwards. That adds up. But uh, just the easiest par five on the course, everyone can reach it. He's doubled it twice. And he's still today, plus didn't he have one. like less than one eighty in? Yeah, he hit it like three fifty nine or three sixty nine. I mean, like I, I think on the greens is probably where the most rust is going to show. Yeah, yeah, he get it worked out. Yeah, anyway. I think more importantly, at the end of the week is how is he walking? I think that's the biggest. Yeah, if he can that's play, the biggest if sign. he can play seventy two holes and still have the ability to hit the golf ball and walk, that's a good sign. And I think in two weeks he's turning around and playing the father son. Is it two? He'll weeks be in a three? cart for that though, I would guess. Yeah. I'm actually more excited to see Charlie play. I want yeah. to see how good he is. He's going to beat the shit out of the field. What's his name? Kucher's son is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And John Daly's son's really good. Oh, yeah. He's in college. I wonder, what, I wonder if he's going to play. What tease is he's Charlie? He's probably got college tournaments. What tease is Charlie going to play from? He probably has to move back again. He again? won't. He I won't. thought it was based on age. I think it is, but he's not. I mean, he won't be at the pro tease. No, but he's still, he'll still be in front of John, da- or like John Daly Jr. He'll be back at the pro tease. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right. Well. Uh, let's see. Do I have anything else on golf? Well, there is the what's kind of just coming out today and yesterday about John Rahm. I won't speak on these rumors until anything's confirmed. So, just a couple of things on this. So, Jordan Spieth, they asked Spieth about Rahm, and this was his quote. John Rahm is one of the biggest assets that we have on the PGA Tour, so it would be really... Really not very good for us in general because we want to play against the best players in the world, and that's what John is. I know there's been some guys that have talked to him. I know he's maybe weighing some decisions, maybe not. I really don't know, so I don't want to insult him and say he's weighing decisions if he's really not. You know, that's really out of my control. So it's just weird that people are talking like this, which means someone is telling someone that Ron, we still have heard nothing from Rom. But the last we heard from Ram is his statement on no longer being in the Tiger Woods thing. Right. Um, I did. I did read that Ram is gonna have a, like say something next week. Yeah. So the rumor is it's six hundred dollars, six hundred million total. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, six hundred dollars. Six hundred million dollars total. Three hundred million of which is a signing bonus paid over the life of the contract, which would go to the till the twenty twenty nine season, and he's given the option to join the Fireballs. Or captain his own team, and the other three hundred million would be team equity. And it's uh, a lot of money. That'd be like getting equity in Enron one year before <laughs> they go down. Yeah. So it, it's just funny because you you had mentioned it last time. His quote about does four hundred million change my life? No. So these are two of his other quotes. And granted, we we have to keep in mind that with all the shit that Monahan did with the merger in January changes things but it doesn't change his quotes out of context so like saying that 400 million doesn't change your life is one thing even with those changes 
you can't say, I'm going to go to live now because I don't trust Jay Monahan, and implicitly say that you trust the people from live. Like that, those two things don't line up. But these are just two of his quotes from some point before all of this. I've always been interested in history and legacy, and right now the PGA Tour has that. There's a, there's a meaning when you win the Memorial. There's a meaning when you win the Arnold Palmer at Bay Hill. There's a meaning when you win at L.A. and Torrey and some of these historic venues. That matters to me a lot. After winning this past U.S. Open, only me and Tiger have won at Torrey Pines, making putts on 18. That's a memory I have forever. My heart is with the PGA Tour. That's all I can say. It's not my business or my character to judge anybody who thinks otherwise. And for a lot of people, I'm not going to lie, those next three, four years are worth basically their retirement plan. But, to but th- think about winning a tournament with Sergio Garcia and Abraham Answer in the middle of the Saudi desert and what that's going to do for his memories. Boom. All I know is there's a lot of people that need to be roasted or expelled from Twitter if John Rahm comes out and says, I'm not going to live. Yeah. Like every live bot account. Yeah. Anyway. We'll move on to we have something substantial. Uh, a couple guys in the live qualifying the second round of the live qualifying, including Jason Duffner, Victor Dubisan, and Chris Stroud. Um, Chris Star- Stroud. Who's who of who? Who the hell was the second person you said? Victor Dubisan. Dubisan. He played in a Ryder Cup. Not this Ryder Cup, but he did. I've never heard of him. Well, anyway. Chris Stroud had a lot to say about the PGA Tour and how the Tour doesn't care about you and all this stuff. And one of my favorite Twitter accounts, as you know, is Anti Feldo. And oh, he, I thought it was glute activator. Glute activator is also <laughs> awesome. But Auntie Feldo summed this up great for me. Pro golf in 2023. The middling players want to be paid like top players, even though they bring in close to $0 of revenue, eyeballs, ticket sales, whatever perspective. And the top players want to be paid like NFL quarterbacks, even though the sport doesn't bring in anywhere close to that much money. So everyone He's wants 627th in the world and has one career win. He has no international wins. He has 13 top five finishes, two third place finishes, two runner-ups. He's only made 208 out of 402 cuts in his career, and he's made $13 million. Yeah, he's made $13 million. Fuck this guy. Yeah, absolutely fuck this guy. Chris Strout. Anyway. Also never heard of him. Moving on. Uh, Insane stat. Coincidental stat. From Witness King James. About Chris Stroud? No, this is no longer about Chris Stroud. The worst loss of Michael Jordan's career was by 44 points. It took place when he was 38 years old, 333 days. The worst loss of LeBron's career took place a few nights ago, 44 points. How old is LeBron? 38 years and 333 days. That is stars aligning. Yeah. That makes no I don't know sense. what that means, but yeah. stars are aligning. Especially when we went from live talk with Chris Stroud and he just pivoted right to that. Yeah. We gotta work on your transitions. How about we transition to the Lions and some NFL? Um, oh, so this is from Mike Payton. Like so you and I had argued a little bit about how bad the Lions' defense actually was over the past What's couple weeks. <clears throat> they're we had talked about great. it too. They're not as bad as we think because of the turnovers. There's three categories. They're the worst in the NFL in the last six weeks. It, six true weeks, bad, success yeah. rate, correct. But if you look at the last three games, so that was Packers. Bears, Chargers, 31 defensive drives, 10 touchdowns, 6 field goals, 8 punts, 3 turnovers, 2 stops, 1 missed field goal, and then 1 knee down. So if you take out the knee down, 
That's 30 drives. They're giving up a touchdown on 33% of those drives. Where'd the safety come in? Uh, Hutch. I know. To end the game. That would have been one of the turnovers. Maybe this. Oh, okay. Turnover or stop, probably. Yeah. But it. I don't know how that makes me feel. It's not quite as bad as I thought it was, but. Well, it's, the, it's the last worse. two weeks, the offense has given them no favors. Correct. And it's worse watching the game because it seems like the offense just does whatever they want to our defense. It, yeah, it's whether they want to do like a ten play drive or a two play drive. They just, they I just feel like the it. offensive coordinator just runs his hand up and down the playbook and be like, "This one is it." They're Schrodinger's defense. They're yeah. simultaneously okay and simultaneously really bad. When your offense can score yeah. points, it's not bad. But our offense the past two weeks has been not head great up either. ass. We'll yeah. see. We got uh, the Saints. Little Taysom Hill, the Fighting Taysom Hills. Yeah, but we got what's his name playing this week? Probably Bruce Irvin. They said maybe yeah. little jolt. Maybe I don't think so. We need James Houston. You don't back. think so? If Dan, he only has Dan to pay Campbell 10, said, 12 we'll plays a game, Josh Pascoe also said a quote said, I'm going to be that fucking guy, basically. Okay. Kill someone. So we'll see if he does anything this week. Okay. He also doesn't play DN a lot, so. Well, it's because Aaron Glenn was, loves keeping people in the exact same spot no matter what. Well, I love how he puts Hutchinson, like, 20 yards from the quarterback and lining him up, like, on the slot receiver and say, here, rush from here. You I only also, have to run 20 yards to get to we, the QB. We will end up talking for, like, an hour if we get into how much I hate Aaron Glenn. <laughs> I know. At one point, is he on the line? Like, where, at what point does he have to, like, show up or shut up? I think he's gone after the end of the season. Regardless what happens. I think so. I don't think regardless. Okay, if I think the can, Super Bowl, I, he's staying, <laughs> but I think... If they he, win a playoff game, he's not getting fired. No, I think he... I don't think it's... A, what if, I mean... What if they win a, win a playoff game and then they get butt-fucked the next game? I still gone. think it's at a point where they think he doesn't have the talent that he needs. How? They don't. Half the guys they signed are hurt. <laughs> They, it's the same team they had as last year, besides Sutton. They have Sutton instead of Akuda, and Branch. That's it. We're going to be here all night if we yeah. continue on this road. Anyway. I'm going to hit that button from the Chappelle Show. Spe- Wrap it up. Speaking of Misery Loves Company, Robert Mays, the Jets are negative 0.24 EPA per play. That's the fifth worst offense since 2000. That is Josh Rosen, Cardinals, and Jimmy Clausen Panthers territory. Mm-hmm. Two great quarterbacks, right? There. Aaron Rodgers is practicing though. Who gives? It? I hope he comes back and blows out his Achilles. The do you first guys see play. the? Do you guys see the memes where it's, it said Aaron Rodgers week fifteen playing quarterback and a guy picked up a chicken wing and the bone just fell out of it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he snapped his Achilles fifty or fifty four days ago. It makes no. I sense. I hope it breaks again. It makes no sense. Tears, breaks, snaps. Um, Last night's game. By the way, can we talk about the Seahawks throwbacks? Those are Those sweet. Those are so good. Those are sweet. A lot of blue on the field yesterday, though. I just blew myself. Did the Lions wear blue? Or the Cowboys didn't wear blue. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. What blue did they wear? The blue pants? I didn't watch the game. No. I watched the game. I do not think they were both blue. Yeah. No, yes, the Dallas were. wears gray pants and white jerseys at home. Oh, uh, their numbers were. Like, the, field, the giant logo on the field is blue. Their numbers oh, are blue. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The Seahawks wore blue jerseys. Well, anyway, this is from Next Gen Stats. Did you notice in all the colors? Were you high last night? <laughs> no, Sam told so me. Sam blue. was, and she told me that. Perfect. <laughs> and then I looked at it. I was like, Next you know Gen what? Stats, DK Metcalf, 73-yard touchdown. He hit 22.23 miles per hour. Yeah. That is the second fastest ball carrier since 2020. Uh, week two, Raheem Mostert of 2020, he hit 23.09 miles an hour. I mean, Sheesh. DK's running with pads on. 
He's fast. And he's alert. Those pads mean nothing to him. That's true. It is crazy how some guys are faster with pads on. Like, they're... Like Tyreek like Tyree Hill, Hill, I feel like is faster with pads yeah. on. Even though there's clips all over for him, like randomly, like going back to a track meet and just, just destroying yeah. everybody. Um, I shouldn't say. I dog. also saw this. I don't even care if it was a joke or not. Did you guys know that plumbers call the day after Thanksgiving Brown Friday because yeah. it's their busiest day of the year? <coughs> I didn't see that. Wild. Is that a joke? It could be true. It could be a joke. So I think That's, it's a little bit of both. A little column A, a little column B. That's at, hilarious. At one point, I bet you it wasn't a joke, but now it is, and there's like we're just gonna roll. That's with it. too good. I've, we need to celebrate. The last we need to remember that next year. When is the last time we had to call a plumber? What are we going to do to celebrate? Uh, I've never had to call a plumber from shitting. Yeah, not from just shitting. in general. Uh, I have a I have a plumber. Yeah, I did a couple. House. I did a couple. Well, of I have years a plumber ago. as well. When's the last time we actually had to call him? Uh, it's been call inside him. of five years. But that was because uh, Sept- of Sep- September second weekend of September. Mm-hmm. My wife dropped her wedding ring down the sink. Mm-hmm. I called him on Sunday to come get okay, it. Okay, that's out. that's fair. So one time in the last what five years? Well, then he was over again in like May. I was having to replace the toilet. Okay, the he's basement. out of this. I don't know what is happening at his house, but I'm having to fix things. <laughs> anyway, before we get into time to lose some money, everyone everyone's favorite thing in the world is Spotify Wrapped for the year. So I got some details on our uh, on our little pod here. So figured I'd share some of those and thank thank everybody for listening. So does it share does it share who our top listeners are? Doesn't share who. Oh, that'd be nice. But there is a way our, to find out who, though, because I've seen people post about it. You might have to look into that. I'll have to look into I'll that. Have to look into that. Uh, f- uh, most listened episode of the year was our interview with your buddy Reese Menard and the Mexico Open recap back oh. in the back in the sixteenth. This is our forty fifth episode of season three. That was our sixteenth episode. Right. Damn. That was our most popular episode. We uh, we gained twenty five percent. On our listeners, Ooh. which is good. Growth Does it show you a number besides percentage? Not in, about not in this one, but it's good. Okay. Uh, we gained 40% followers on Spotify, which is awesome. And we've produced, already produced 20% more minutes of content than we did last year. We talk a lot more now. We do. Comfortable. Uh, stage fright before? Yeah. The, these are <laughs> Actually, just AJ is the 20%. I was turtling. <laughs> these are always fun. We, uh... We are in the top ten podcasts for twenty-three different fans. Oh, nice! It's pretty solid. And then, it, and then they narrow it. So, we're in the top five podcasts for fifteen fans. Oh. These, are, these are LeBron stats right here. That's fine. We top. We one. are in the top one podcast for seven fans out there. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Those Two, seven people. One of which is probably my dad. I don't know <laughs> who else. Li- our buddy Gook listens yeah, every Gook. week, so that's two of them right there. Those one seven. of them's probably me because I listen to it every week. Those seven people need to tweet at you. They do. Get at us. At 100 underscore keep it under on tw- Twitter, threads, Instagram, whatever. Let send us them, know. Send who, them some merch. Let us know who's out there and what you like. Hopefully our buddy James, who we had on last week, golfing.dad.journey, is, is one of those guys, too. Because he, he was fun. We had a good time. Or the guys from, bring James back. Or the guys you guys played with the duel. The two guys from Boston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot their names. I did, too. What about the dudes we played with at Pinehurst from... From New York. Oh boy, those no. guys were good. Was it New York? I think so. They're Giants fans. Oh god. Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey. East Rutherford. You're talking about the second group we got paired yes. at the at the part. Yeah, three. not the guy and his wife. The other two. Well, we also had 57 percent of our listeners join us for the first time this year, which is awesome. So thanks, to everybody. new people. Thanks everybody for, for listening. We have big plans 
for 2024. We're going to get off our ass and do some things. Dream big. I want to see videos. We're going to do videos in 2024. Videos for you to watch. Oh, God, Jesus. not those. <laughs> I, uh, I seen a tweet or a meme about the Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Someone tweeted like, Oh, Spotify gave me my top five songs. This is so accurate. And someone's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's data. literally data. <laughs> data. I've also seen so many good uh, memes of the Spotify wrapped screen where it says, like, here's my golfing wrapped for oh, the God. year. And it's like 400 oh, balls yeah. lost, <laughs> yeah. shot 700 over That's actually, You guys should start keeping that stat. Yeah. I think my own age is going to be a little higher than yours, but... We need to get into some advanced... We already talked about this. we got to get into advanced stat tracking. But not the, like, usual stat tracking. Yeah, not like Strokes Games. We want, like, beers lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into time to lose some money. On the year, I believe I still have the lead. You have a very big lead. Oh, baby. I went 3-4 and last week. I am now 43-35-1 in college. Where are you? I'm 36-38-3. I've gone below. Oh, baby. I don't know if you can catch me. Uh, I can because I've picking every game this weekend. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, well, I only have three. The board, I can't dictate the board, so this yeah. is not a ploy at keeping the lead. This is just what I see the board. So Go, go for your three, and I'll run through my picture. I'm going game. with Boise, minus 2.5 against UNLV, 34% of the bets, 83% of the money. I'm going with Michigan, minus 22 against Iowa, 54% of the bets, 83% of the money. And I'm going with Louisville at plus three. 52% of the bets, 81% of the money. Yeah. Those the Louisville is down to one and a half now, by the way. So if you can get that bet in, you... Uh, oh, I got it in. Might be boned. But uh, for tonight's game, someone both overs, both totals. Uh, Oregon-Washington. That, That's a weird game, right? Like, it just seems odd that Washington 10, is getting 10 is yeah, insane. Like, I want it, but it feels like a trap. It does feel like a trap. So I avoided that. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. Uh, I got Oki State plus 15 and a half. Although I just saw a story today where they found a dead longhorn cow on the on the front lawn of a Oklahoma State frat. Oh god! With like uh, like words carved into it, so I, I might have to switch my pick because Texas might just butt fuck them now for that for desecrating their sacred what if, mascot. Wait, they did it. Well, it wasn't the actual mascot, but the frat did. Yeah. Oh, the frat did it. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, Texas fans did it. No, and Oklahoma, I was like, why no, did they Oklahoma kill State frat killed a longhorn and left it on their that's, lawn. That's, that might be that's a, karma that might be you don't crime. want to... Yeah, that's a crime. That might be crime. It is a crime. It, it's 100% <laughs> Definitely a crime. can't just kill animals yeah. for fun. Um, Toledo minus eight against Miami. I have, I'm on the other side of Boise. I got UNLV plus two and a half. I hate uh, UNLV. They fucked me last week, too, Bama, so I was glad the numbers showed Bama, up. Georgia over 54. Tulane, SMU over 47. I know Preston Stone's out for the year, but their backup quarterback solid. 47 is just far too low, even with a backup quarterback. App State, plus 5.5. Moss on Louisville. And then Michigan, Iowa over 34.5. Woo. That's tough. That's like the biggest over Iowa's had in like six weeks. Michigan's going to make a statement. They're going to score like 50 points. You think so? I think so. You think so. they're like a 42-3 to three like it was a couple years ago? Yes. Like it was last year. I like that. Picks why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you just take Michigan then? I just it'll it'll if if you don't follow AJ, make sure you follow both of us. But the pod at one hundred underscore keep it under. It'll be tagged in it, and you'll see the picks out there. I will also post my NFL picks. So I got over five hundred last week on the year. I went four and one last week. I'm now thirty two thirty one and one on the year in the NFL. Uh, our guest James went two and two last week, and I have five plays. Fire away. I. I it always makes me nervous when I feel like I'm seeing the board pretty well. 
But I feel like I could have took almost every game this week. I'm not going to. I'm only going to take five plays. So there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of bad games again this week. They're terrible. There's like three good games. I'm taking the Lions minus four okay. at New Orleans. That moved. It's four and a half now. I'm taking them to bounce back. Um, Go by the hook. I think Jonah Jackson getting back. I think um, Goff dislodges the fact that like half the, the team on New Orleans being hurt. And in that too, Goff taking his head directly out of his ass. I think they'll be fine. Move head from ass. Step one. The only thing that's going to screw this game is if there's weather. But I'm taking Miami minus nine and a half. I thought even if there's weather in New Orleans, game, like they play the fucking <laughs> dome, brother. No, no, no. Was, I'm going to take Miami. Hurricane? Too soon. Miami minus nine and a half. Versus who? They are playing the Cardinals. No, they're at the New Jets. England. I think. Oh. Oh, oh I gotta find it. No, I think it's Chargers Patriots. Oh, sorry. They're at Commanders. Commanders defense, they just fired their D coordinator after they got roasted by and they the got Cowboys. Of, they got rid of both of their best defensive players. Yeah. So Miami to cover the 10. I'm taking. I This spread smells like dirt, and I'm not falling for the trap. Don't do How it. many people are going to look at this game and say, Don't oh my it. God, Philly's like 10 1 getting three at home? I'm going to take Philly. No, I'm taking San Francisco. That's wild. Philly's getting too many bounces. San Francisco's been rolling. I'm taking the Niners and giving the points. I know everyone's favorite team is Houston. I'm taking Denver plus three. The Denver hot streak has to end eventually. And definitely, yeah, but I feel like the same way with Houston. I know they lost to the Jags last week, but... Been dragging off a lot. I'm going to take Denver. I'm going to buy the hook to plus three and a half. And then my Dick Rambone parlay, or uh, dip of the week, week is a three-teamer. I'm going to take the Chiefs to plus four at Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to take the Chargers to plus four and a half at New England. And then I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Cardinals under up to 51. Single Pittsburgh game has not hit 51 this whole season. So you can guarantee that that's a loss. They're going to score 52. You're getting Dick Rambone for sure. I'm going to take the opposite of all of that. Those are your picks. You're just (laughs) going the other way. Hey, I'm above 500 on the year. All right. Well, that's all I got. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, Threads. Uh, check out Magic Mind. MagicMind.com backslash keep it under. And uh, we'll have some stuff out from our uh, X-Golf trip tomorrow. So, yeah. as always, boys. keep it under 100. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred 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 We keep it under, a hundred